Thank you for listening to the Giving Light Podcast. We are a family church and world outreach center. Our heart is to empower you to walk in true freedom and equip you to impact your world. Please visit our website at givinglight.org to learn more about us and our many resources, including original music by Brave Music, e-courses for leaders, tools for raising powerful kids, and more. If you would like to support Giving Light financially, visit our Give Online page to choose the best giving method for you. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy this message. Uh, you know, I was uh, I went to a church uh, for years, except there was a couple of years I went to the Methodist church. But uh, I went to a church for years that uh, I think I learned more what not to do than what to do. Uh, in my estimation, uh, I don't. The, the Bible says that we're to edify one another. And I remember we used to get beat down every week. And um, I think I shared that last week. But um, I do have one scripture this morning that you might think I'm beating up on you. So I'm going to share that and then get on with the other. But I want to share it because Jesus talked about it. Say, Jesus said it. Jesus said it. Okay, so that scripture is in Matthew 25 beginning in verse 24. And I want to share with you, first of all, before I say this, that you are awesome. If you're a believer, you are awesome and you're filled with many gifts, with many fruits, with many abilities. But if you don't use them, they're they're dormant. And so we want to use it or lose it. I don't think you lose it, but if you don't use it, you, uh, you begin to lose the, the awareness of, what, of, of that which is on the inside of you. And, you know, a lot of times because of what we've experienced in the past, we bury gifts that are on the inside of us. And so uh, I just share this a little bit because of because of my um, upbringing. The my uh, well, I was told kids are to be seen and not heard, and so that stifled me. Another thing that stifled me is don't talk to strangers. How are you going to share the gospel if you're not talking to strangers? <laughs> and so everything I was taught as a kid stifled gifts that were on the inside of me because out of sight, out of mind, that's a good thing. That was a, that was a childhood protection for me. Stay out of sight. Stay out of mind. Stay out of trouble. And so anyway, but... Those things, those mechanisms in adulthood, they might have protected you as a child, but they'll hinder you as an adult. They'll hinder you as an adult. You know, uh, I, could, I can hardly imagine what I would have been if I would have been released as a child with all the gifts I had. I could have been a stand-up comedian and, you know, whatever. <laughs> I could have been a singer. 
I could have been a lot of things, but well, we'll just, but we're, I'm not going to hinder myself anymore. That's right. But in Matthew 25, verse 24, I, again, you're awesome. And if you don't think you are, it's because you have buried the gifts that God has placed with on the inside of you. You buried them so deeply, you don't even know what they are. You don't even think you have them, but you've got them. The Bible says that we hold this gift in earthen vessels. The earthen vessel is your body. You, you hold these treasures, you hold these gifts, you hold these abilities on the inside of you and for the benefit, not only for your benefit, but for the benefit of others, we need to discover them and release them. Yeah. Am I going to get to Matthew 25? <laughs> yes, right now. You remember uh, Jesus talked, I don't want to read the whole thing, but Jesus uh, was giving out talents, and that was a form of money. So we can relate this to a money scripture, but I'm not going to relate it to as a money scripture. I'm relating it to the gifts and the callings that God has placed on the inside of you. Well, to one, he gave five talents. To another, he gave two talents, and another, he gave one talent according to their ability. So with that in mind, he said, uh, we're just the, the one that got five came back, he doubled it. One that got two came back, he doubled it. The one that had one, this is what he says. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I know you're a hard man. Let me ask you a question. What is your view of God? What is your concept of God? Are you expecting him to be hard on you? Are you expecting, are, are you one of these that say, I don't want to make a mistake? There was, uh, I'll just go ahead and say his name. Kenneth Copeland, um, one time, the Lord was uh, putting pressure on him to begin to speak prophetically. And uh, he was a little shy of it, and he said, Lord, I don't want to make a mistake. And God spoke back to him and said, you're making one now. When God gives you something and your fear buries it because you're afraid of making it, God would rather you make a mistake. He can fix your mistakes. Just think of your life. He's fixed your mistakes. So I think he can handle your other mistakes. He says, uh, Lord, I know you're a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. Let me ask you a question. Whose seed was it in the beginning? Yeah, that's true. It was the man's. <laughs> and the servant said, and the servant is taking what God's giving him, thinking it's his, but he doesn't want to give it back. You don't want to lose it. 
goes on to say, so, uh, so anyway, the Lord answers him and says, you wicked and lazy servant. <laughs> now, Jesus said this. It's not in red on my paper, but it's in red in my Bible. <laughs> you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and I gathered where I have not scattered seeds. So you ought to have deposited my money, uh, uh, re deposited my money with the bankers that at my coming, I would have received back my own with my uh, my own with interest. So take the talent and give. To, so take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. Now I didn't write this in my notes, but the other servants had a problem with him giving that one talent to the one that had ten. They said, "Lord, he's already got ten. But he says to him who has more will be given. If you refuse to take what God has given you, then you begin to lose. You lose what God's deposit. Now God, we know that the gifts and Danny, doesn't the Bible say the gifts and callings are, out, are without repentance, but there has to be some kind of loss if we don't use what God has given us. Now, a lot of times I, uh, I like to encourage you and to give you the promises of God, but it's not all about you. Yeah. It's not all about me. It's not all about you. It is about the kingdom of God that God is trying to, that God is establishing in the earth. Some of us are whining and complaining about the conditions that are about us, but it's our fault. Because God has called us to spread the kingdom. Yeah. He's called us to say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But we refuse to do anything about it. We refuse to let the love that's on the inside. That is, a, that is the nature of God that's on the inside of us. We are bearing that love instead of allowing it to come and change the people that need it the most. Is Kyle around here? Oh, there you are. How deep is your love? Doo -doo. <laughs> he says, why don't you ever sing any Bee Gees? Didn't you say that? No, you don't like the Bee Gees? Or you like Elton? <laughs> not, not after the movie, huh? <laughs> I know there's two Elton John fans in here. But anyway. But how deep, God wants to know how deep is your love? He knows, he knows it by how much you're letting out. If you're afraid that you don't have enough, you'll hold on to what you have. You'll hold on because if I give it away, I won't get it, I won't have enough for me. He says, so take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. God invests more in people that are willing to use it. To use it. It's not that he doesn't. That he, he's not talking about love here. He didn't love the guy with five talents any more than he loved the guy with one talent. He just didn't want to lose his 
money. He didn't want to lose, but he wanted to give the guy a chance. God's giving you an opportunity. Are you going to do something with it? I got you. I got it here. I held it all these years. I haven't took it off and dusted it off every once in a while. Kept it polished. Hallelujah. Well, God, what God has imparted to us, he's looking for a return. Hallelujah. What are you doing with the impartation God has given you? Just These are just questions. We're not ta- he's not talking about salvation. He's not talking about the salvation of your soul. He's talking about what are you doing with what I've invested in you? Me personally, I've been feeding on, you know, uh, you can actually, you don't even have to, you don't even have to dig through the Bible anymore. The work's already done for you. All you got to do is go to Google. (laughs) I went online this morning and I uh, typed in in him scriptures or in Christ scriptures. And there, you know, a variety of things came up. But there's this one where there's 18 pages of scriptures on who we are in Christ. Well, before I went there, I've been focusing on this, that it's Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's Christ in us, the hope of glory. Now that Christ in us, the hope of glory is not the one that's been, is not the one that's beaten, carrying the cross, nailed to the cross. It is the one that has been resurrected and raised from the dead and seated at the right hand of the Father. He's not just making intercession for you; He is working in your behalf. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's an interesting phrase. He's also called your advocate. An advocate would be a lawyer. Have you ever watched a movie or you ever watched something where there is a defendant and there is the lawyer and there's the defendant wants to say something? And the lawyer says, don't say that. <laughs> but, you know, the defendant's, you know, is dumb and wants to say it anyway. They just feel the need to say it. So they say it and it doesn't work out so good. <laughs> What do you know what? Jesus takes the words we say and he speaks them before the Father. And Jesus is whispering in our ear, I wish you wouldn't say that. I wish you, no, no, he's given us a book full of stuff to say. You are more than a conqueror. Oh, I just feel like I haven't done anything. I'm just a loser. I don't even like to say that while I just said it. I'm just this. I'm no God says I Jesus is saying, I wish you wouldn't say that. Now that doesn't make God do something to make you a loser, but you've opened the door for the enemy to come in. And fulfill your 
self-giving prophecy. You are prophetically declaring over yourself, I am a loser, so just give me loser circumstances. Give me, give me, give me loser. I can't think of a song right now. Oh, God says, God, Jesus says, I don't want you to say this. This is what you're supposed to say, that I am more than a conqueror through him that loved us. I'm supposed to say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am supp- Let me ask you a question. How many of you are a follower of Jesus? And do I have any followers of Jesus in here? How many of you ever sang this song? I have decided to follow Jesus. All right. So we're all on the same page. The Bible says he always leads us into triumph. How many of you know before you get to triumph, sometimes you have to win a battle? You might feel like a loser in the battle, but hang in there, keep firing the bullets because he is leading you into victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He bought me and he sought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. Now, you tell your mother I would have sang that if she was here. (laughs) (laughs) He leads us into triumph. If you're following Jesus, you are not a loser. You are being led into triumph. You're being led into triumph. I am that before I feel it. I want to say this. This is kind of, it's not off the subject, but it's something like that. But (laughs) it was during the worship service, a thought came to me. It's something Smith Wigglesworth said, but I've practiced this for a while. I don't ask myself how I feel. I don't ask myself how I feel emotionally. I don't ask myself how I feel physically. I don't ask myself if I'm afraid. I tell myself. I tell myself how I am. I tell myself I am victorious. I tell myself he's not given me the spirit of fear, but a power and love and sound mind. I don't ask myself negative questions. I tell myself who I am according to the scripture. Therefore, I'm not bearing what God's planted on the inside of me. I am, bring, I am increasing it. 
Now, do you ever, do you ever sense those things? Of course I sense those other things, but I don't, I'm not going to give them the time of day. Now, there, there's plenty of times where I have. I am the king of my body. I can control my mind. I don't let Dean control my mind. I control my, I don't even let my wife control my mind. I don't try to control hers either. I might have in the past. But I don't let her control me. I control me. And I control myself under the authority of Jesus. I want to say this about authority. Because I, I know I'm not going to get... <laughs> oh, man. You have to belong to have authority. You have to belong to have authority. Because authority comes from somebody up. When I was, I think, uh, when I was a kid, you know, I lived in the rural. I lived in the city of Kansas City, not in the downtown, but in the city of Kansas City. And so there was a lot of traffic around our grade school, and they had what they call safeties. A safety is a kid that's in the seventh grade. <laughs> they give him a belt. It's, I think it was orange. You wrapped it around here, and then it went across your chest. And that safety, crosswalk, whatever. Crossing, we call them safeties. <laughs> but anyway, the safety held back the kids from walking in front of the cars. Why? Why did they listen? Because the safety has authority. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a long time ago since I've been in the seventh grade. But I'm sure the safety goes out and holds up the hand and the car stops. Does the safety have the power to stop the car? <laughs> no. But the safety has authority. And the, and the upper is going to have the power to do something against the person that runs over the safety. <laughs> you might well, I don't feel like I have any power. You don't need to feel like you have power. You have authority. Yes. You have authority. Now, in the, in the kingdom, it's not by putting up your hand. Of course, you can put up your hand. But it's by what you say. Stop in the name of love. No. <laughs> I just had to. Anyway, stop in the name of the law. Stop in the name of, stop in the name of Jesus. You can't come any farther. Uh, I learned this years ago. I say, stop. I put up a sign in the spirit. You cannot come past that sign. I put a barrier about me and my family. You cannot cross that line. Yeah. 
You cannot cross the bloodline. You know, the thing about the blood is it never has lost its power. The blood is still active. If you're a Christian, the blood is still active in you. It is still active. Why? Because the blood is eternally connected to the spirit. And as the spirit of God's on the inside of us, we have the life of the blood of Jesus on the inside of us. But are we willing to use the authority to use the power of the blood? Thank you, Jesus. We have the authority to affect our city. I won't, don't have the time, but uh, in Jeremiah 29, verse 7, he tells us to pray for and bless our city because as the city is blessed, so are we. Yeah. All right, what are you speaking about your city? What are you speaking about You know, even the things that don't look good, speak well of them. Speak the light. Don't curse the darkness. Speak the light. Speak the power of God and the light of God so that the light is turned on. God said, let there be light. What's he telling us to do? Speak light into the darkness. I wanted to spend a little more time on, on talking to ourselves, but hey, we do it all the time anyway. But speak, if you feel darkness on the inside of you, speak light. You speak fear on the, you feel fear, speak courage. You, speak, you feel anger and hatred, speak love. But I don't feel very loving. I don't care what you feel like. I don't ask myself how I feel. I tell myself how I feel. I can say this for another time. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you know, I want to tell one more story about Smith Wigglesworth, just so you can get an idea about the authority that he carried that we carry. Smith was uh, in a bedroom one time, and uh, he was in a bed asleep, and this bed started vibrating. And it was vibrating so much, it danced across the room. And he woke up, and he looked, he looked at the devil. The devil was at the foot of his, of his bed, and he said, oh, it's you. I rolled over and went to sleep. <laughs> then he, but then he woke up, and he said, hey, put the bed back. <laughs> Most of us would have been happy or pulled the covers over our head if the devil shows up. But no, you command him. Most have been happy if he had gone. Hey, put it back where it was. And he obeyed. 
He obeyed. Wow, I wish I had the power of Smith. You do. You have that same authority. When I preach the rest of my message, I'll tell you about it. (laughs) You have authority. You have authority. When When I spoke last week about speaking blessing over your children, you have authority to do it. You have the authority and God's got the power. You've got the authority. What if you don't use your authority? Then you, then you, uh, then you weaken the ability for God to bless your children. You say, well, God will just do whatever he wants to do. No, he doesn't. If God did whatever he wanted to do, we'd all be saved. The whole world would be saved. We'd already be in the millennium. We'd already, it'd all be done. All be, but God said, I'm not willing that any should perish. Therefore, that's why it's still going on. So more people can come into the kingdom. My, well, I'm not kidding. I have to quit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You have authority. And uh, I, want, uh, I want the men to stand up. I want the men to stand up. And if, if you're married, fine. If you're not, if you want to be married, speak to the one that's coming in the future. <laughs> and, if, uh, and if not, you don't want anybody else, bless your mother. In the name of Jesus, I receive the authority that's been given me in the name of Jesus. And I speak life over my family. I speak life over my spouse or future spouse. I speak life over my children. I declare that they are prosperous. I declare that everything they set their hand to will prosper. Every place that they walk will shine like the full day. They will speak and the Lord will hear. He will answer their word by, by his divine nature. My family has received Christ and they are partakers of his divine nature. They are victorious. They are being led into victory. And those that don't seem to be will be in Jesus' name. Those that resist will not be able to resist the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord.
You know, every one of us, male and female, are priests of God. Your husband, you don't have to go through your husband, okay? But your husband carries an authority. He needs to speak blessing. Did you hear what the pastor said? Now you better start speaking. <laughs> that's, not what I'm, that's not what I'm doing here. The husband is the head. The head is the source, the source of life. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life to your husband. He will give. You will give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Let's all stand. Lord, we delight in you. We delight that it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. We delight, Lord God, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are delighted that we are part of the family of God, we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus. We have not been given the spirit of bondage again to fear. We have been given the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And we give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory, Lord God. As we go from this place, we go knowing that we have authority that we are being led into triumph in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>